what triggers the starting point of our call? Are you guys on with me? What is the starting point of our call? Because there's a man of man that can begin to function as if they are commissioned, but they're not yet commissioned. They have a knowledge of God. They have certain gifts that you can no longer deny. But the sending forth of that ministry has not yet happened. So what we are looking for now in scripture is the commissioning. Where is the commissioning point of everyone's call? When is your gift not just a gift but a call now? I feel like maybe it's because with the people I'm in the office with, I feel like everyone's minds all over the place. I don't mind it; it's fine. You understand? But where does the commissioning of your call begin? I'll relate it with myself. Then I'm gonna give about. Uh, I've got four scriptures here, um, five in total. That. Um, but one of them I won't actually go to because I think we should know the story for me. We should be very familiar with the story. But I'll give you, um, along with myself, I'll give you six witnesses tonight. About six witnesses to, for us to identify the commissioning of our call. Again, this is not the this is not um, the fact that you have a gift. This is not the fact that you prophesy. This is not the fact that you can sing very well. This is not the fact that in admin, there's no one compared to you. This is not the fact that you're good at mobilizing. This is the fact, and this is the point where we begin to ask God, God, or we begin to look into scripture. At what point does the commissioning of our call happen? Again, it's two different things. Am I on? Are you guys with me? It's two different things. You're responding um, or functioning based on giftings. Because I think there are many um, prophets that have gone out into the world because they have the gift of seeing or they have the gift of, of, um, of word of knowledge. So, because the church is also very, very um, blind and deaf and dormant and dull, I believe that they are not—they are no longer able to identify a prophet. Because a prophet is not a man with a gift. A prophet is a man who is sent. Are you listening to me, guys? A prophet is a man who is sent. And his ministry must be um, affirmed, must be confirmed with signs and wonders. What are the signs he does in his generation? So again, I have to tell you the difference because someone can be a preacher but not called to be a preacher. They can be very, very good with words. They can be speaking God's word with all sense of seriousness but they may not have been sent as a preacher. Someone can be singing, have the best voice, but 
having the best voice doesn't mean you were sent to be a worshiper. I hope you guys listen uh, are listening to me tonight because I'm not going to speak to you outside of what Pastor Toby has said to us tonight. I'm not going to say um, speak outside of that. I'm just going to carry something on. Or better yet, I'm going to begin to share with you the conversation that started with me tonight when Pastor Toby took us to a certain scripture. At what point does the commissioning of a call happen? Because once that commission happens, like Pastor Toby made a comment today, once that commission happens, in you becomes embedded everything to fight against every opposition you will face in that call. Pastor Toby would tell us today that in him is everything. There's nothing in this world that can stop what's within him. Why? Because he's not a man with a gift. He's a man called. He is a man commissioned towards a work. Are you listening to me, guys? So that's what we need to discover. At what point are we, at what point is our commission activated? Lord, I don't want to be operating outside of your commission because there will be no backing. There may be the acceptance of the world, but it can be the denial of God. God will speak about many false prophets. Please, I don't think these prophets came to Israel saying that they're false prophets. The Bible says that some of these false prophets give visions according to their own imagination. I don't think these people say, I want to make these things up. I think what makes them false isn't if they see or don't see. Isn't if they are able to tell you things that are true or not true because the wise men of Egypt were also able to turn the rod into a snake too, right? So they are able to do signs like you. But I think what made them false is the fact that they were a sin. So again, I'm, I'm stressing this whole point. We now need to look through scripture and then begin to relate it with our lives through what we find in scripture what i'm about to show you in scripture we now need to quickly find and use that to to um to what's the word now to begin to look into our lives examine our lives to see are we operating under a gift or a call yeah when you have the call activated in your life has it frozen guys see a lot of people just tune it's just coming on did it freeze huh it didn't freeze guys did it okay cool it's just because i saw a lot of people joining back so it did freeze okay so what's the last thing you heard me say In and out, sir. Oh, this is not going to do this tonight. Okay. If it keeps freezing, uh, uh, if it freezes again, I'll stop. 
okay are you operating on the gift of course so that's that's where the fight is now and we quickly have to realize that are we operating under a gift or core because a gift can be operated it, it became become um in operation let me say it like that actually it can be in operation at the will of man a core is not something that you call yourself into you are sent forth are you guys listening to me yeah cool so today pastor toby was speaking about some a number of things he showed us tonight that um where is the land of canaan and he showed us that the land of canaan could not have been a geographical location but it was a place it was not a geographical location but it was a place and he showed us towards the latter part of the the message today he showed us that that um um land that flows with milk and honey is actually his rest a place of an abundance of his word there's just a flow of his word you no longer labor for word word comes in the position of rest it flows you're no longer getting fetching for word and i need you guys to understand because god's rest yeah is actually the flow of god's word it's the flow of god's word that the milk and honey the bible speaks of both honey and milk being symbolism and being symbolized um being symbolic sorry for the word so there will be a flow of this in the place of rest in this land god will have to watch the obedience of a man because we're in hebrews pastor toby showed us and not only in hebrews but if you look at some of the other translations it will be based on your obedience for you to have entry into the land of canaan the land that flows with milk and honey but what i wanted to focus on is a scripture i've been scratching and why i decided to delay to 1 a.m is because i know people were on their way home and my intention is that everyone is on to here yeah but at the same time i think what made me delay is because i was trying to wrap my my mind around the fact that god's angel or god's man was in a neutral position between the righteous and the wicked i don't get it i don't know why it was in it why he was in a neutral position and if we have the chance to speak about that tonight we will but i don't intend to be on for long i just needed you guys to i wanted to kickstart another conversation amongst us because i told you from the beginning of the week about a dream i didn't go into the detail of the dream but a man came and said it's time to fight the commission of a joshua generation will be he is a fighter the work the job description of a joshua of a joshua generation is that you are to fight that's that's the job description of a joshua generation what is the commission 
when does the commissioning of the call of God happens for us? Because I don't want to go out into the world thinking that I am sent. Today God showed me and he, he corrected me with something. And he showed me that, you know, it's very easy when you do ministry that you adopt a mind that you just know things. You adopt a mind that you just seem to know. Today God showed me the, um, the duty of a ministry, the duty of priests, the duty of those called into ministry. <coughs> they are packed of clothing that ties one clothing to another. They are intercessors. They join the two that was once divided. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying to you. The ministry of the Levitical priesthood was to serve as intercessors between God and man. There was a divide. And if there's going to be a divide of the waters, uh, no, let me not go into that tonight because... Again, I want to hear what PT has to say about priests. I want to hear what PT has to say about the priests. So let's just hold on that actually. Yeah, so I don't accidentally say something wrong. I don't think it's wrong, but let's wait. But listen to this. I want you guys to pay attention to this. This work, I don't want to be. I don't want to get into a position whereby I think I know it all is dangerous it's very very dangerous guys it is costly i'm going somewhere just bear with me it's very costly to think so i i discovered today that the ministry or the duty of the ministry is not to point out the wrongs that others are doing the duty of moses the duty of aaron or let's just say the order that keeps the fire burning because every nation must run on law and order right yes or no so if moses operates in the function of the law out of the law comes order which the priesthood brings yeah what we have to understand guys is that every nation is run and it must consist of law and order and I said to you that Moses will represent the law as the Bible shows us. And order will come from the law. The order is what enhances the law, so to speak. Is what keeps it, do you understand? Just like we have officers, what are they? They are enforcers of this law. They keep order, do you understand? Now, as far as the Levitical priesthood yeah, can maintain order, fire will remain. The Bible says to us, and I taught you this before, that the duty of priest is that God has set a fire on the altar. The origin of this fire was not made by man. The origin of this fire was from God, but God commissioned this order. Listen, order, keep this fire burning. It is up to you. The fire remaining, if you leave a fire um, unattended, it will eventually go out. This is the reason why I can't go too long without being in the Word. This is why we can't go too long without prayer. Because these are the things that fans to flame the gifts that's within you. 
What is the gift? When God is speaking about that gift, he's talking about the gift that was given in the apostolic church, the Holy Spirit. What will keep that fire burning is the ability to keep up God's order in your life. Are you listening to me, guys? The upkeep of that order is what's going to make sure that the fire does not go out. It was given to the order of God in man to make sure that the fire remains. The law will produce something, but the order will keep it. I really hope you listen to me tonight, guys. The order, the law will produce something. The word of God per time. Jesus in that dispensation, who was Moses, will produce something. I'm going somewhere. He will produce something and it will be the duty of the order that came forth. So if I can keep God's words in my heart, yeah, that fire will not go out. But should I leave it unattended? Should I go pursuing, looking for other things? This fire will eventually go out. So again, the question tonight and what I really want to anchor around is, Lord, how do I identify the commissioning of the call upon my life? Because we don't want to go into this world. We don't want to advance outside of Eden into the world. Just because we have a gift, but we don't have the commission. Because when you are sent forth, then it is God's duty to protect you. What God tried to do with Jacob at one point. Oh, don't tell me it's frozen again. If it's frozen, I won't. Okay, I'm not doing this tonight. I'm not going to do it. I'm on. Oh, okay, guys, I'm telling you, it's not. It, it, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm not doing this to be annoying or anything. Okay, so it didn't freeze. Okay, cool. Whenever I see people joining, joining, it looks like that's how I know it's frozen from my end. So again, we need to, because we have to understand that this commissioning of the uh, of the court is important. God tried to commission. Oh, guys, listen to me. God tried to commission Jacob at the sunsetting, like Pastor Sam was saying today, at the sunset, at the time when the sun set on Jacob, God was trying to commission him. God was trying to send him forth, but he still had his own agenda. He never responded to God's commission. And at that time, he wanted to acquire things by his own gifts. What was one of the gifts of Jacob? The ability to cheat. The ability to be, what's the meaning of Jacob again? The supplanter, right? That was something given to him. God needed Jacob to have that, yes. But Jacob will take up the gift rather than responding to to the commission. So God is not obliged to keep in certain things that... I don't know if you get what I'm saying. God, there's a power that accompanies a man that is commissioned for work. So, it, it, God, there's a commissioning. It empowers you and I. COD, we are in a very, very sensitive moment of our journey. It's the make or break time. 
Pastor Toby said the word And I was speaking to the brothers When I say the brothers I'm talking about Pastor Ben Pastor Enrique I think Pastor Elohim was there as well And you know The thing is And Pastor Toby said it today Pastor Toby made mention that there's a shaking uh, What I was saying to the brothers earlier Is that I've realised That it's the words of our prophet That causes us to move what I mean by that is like it's almost like hypnotism. Let me explain. What I mean by that is the word as it is spoken, you will see that your body will begin to respond to that word. So Pastor Toby has put has issued a very frightful word, and the way I listen to Pastor Toby, I listen to both the 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 heavy stuff and the light stuff, so to speak. What I mean about the heavy stuff is Pastor Toby can give a pounding revelation That's heavy Then he can give an instruction in passing Like for example One of the instructions in passing The light stuff today was He said if you want to be powerful Get the word Do you understand? Now I understand very much that When Pastor Toby Pastor Toby made a light confession today And he said listen God is going to shake the church A shaking Which means in this time We're going to begin to see Who's stable and who don't have stability It starts off in the mind Again I'm going somewhere with the commissioning And this is why I need all the leaders on Because you can have a gift But God did not commission you To operate in that line And that's why you just won't see it happen Lord, let me not go forth in giftings. Let me go forth because you've commissioned me. Because you have sent me. Because the generation that God is with are a people that has been commissioned. Not a people that has a gift. Again, is that wild for me to say? How many prophets, uh, let me just use prophets, false prophets or prophets, let's just say prophets, yeah? Have you seen that has the gifts, yeah? But their life is in complete rebellion to God's word. Can you tell me that's someone that God is with? No. That's a man that's gone forth because of their gift, not because they've been commissioned. So Lord, don't send us out. But again, COD, we are in a very, very sensitive. We cannot afford. Let me be honest with you. Your mind can't be on anything else. Your mind cannot be on if you have money or not. Pastor Toby touched on perfect love. Perfect love is God saying no. God's choosing not to get involved. So I get what's going with the trap houses. For the trap houses for COD. I get what's going on with all these things we're doing. God is trying to bring us. He's trying to manifest his perfect love to us. This is what will um, strengthen us. Will fortify us. But please, I say this to absolutely everyone. This is not the time that your mind can be uh, unstable. You can't be thinking about your relationship. You can't be thinking about if you have money or don't have money. You can't be thinking if people accept you or not. This is the time that your mind must be fixated on assignment. Because a shaking is coming and if God cannot see you, as a, so, uh, as a soldier, yeah, you will be removed. And surely if there must be 12, there will be 12. Even if you leave, there will be someone to replace you. 
So I realize more than ever, let me be honest with you so that you don't think I'm just um, um, spewing words to you. I, I experience the things that you experience. I've never felt, yeah, a fight with my family, yeah, a detachment with my family like now. With loved ones like now. And I don't expect anybody to understand me. There's a burden on me that I can't, with words, explain. Not knowing that God gave me this burden to let us know that vaccination is now evolving again. There was a stage of evolving in 2016. Now there's a new stage of evolving. So God's given us a burden. The burden is an indication that God actually intends for you to be a part of this work. Are you listening to me guys? So your mind can't be elsewhere. If you're looking for marriage, if you're looking for finances, if you're looking for homes, it's going to come through your focus of this work. So anyone that cannot keep up with you in this work, anything that cannot keep up with you in this work is not for you. But that's just a side note. I had to say that. So Lord, what we need to, we can't be fickle. That's right, Victoria. So what, what do we need now? I need to be able to identify at what point does a man know when they've been commissioned for work? And please, what I may say to you now may sound very spiritual. But listen, if you pay attention long enough and you meditate on what I say to you tonight, you will know, yeah, that it's not a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing, but you will know when it happens. Because you know spiritual things, you can always be waiting. It can be a figure of your imagination. No, you would know when God is trying to commission you. And sometimes the means of commissioning can be waiting for you. It can be there waiting for you. In other words, God commissioned you, but there's an intention that you must bring. Moses. Pastor Toby, let's start. I'll start off with a scripture. So what I was trying to wrap my mind around or what I was trying to really get understanding of is when Pastor Toby identified that the angel that Joshua saw did not pledge his allegiance to either side. He did not pledge his allegiance to the wicked or to the righteous. He stood neutrally. But his neutral position was that it was going to fight. Could that be because either side, both the wicked and the righteous, will have to be in a fighting position anyway? Let me, I'll read this to you so I don't drag this because it's late. I'll read from Joshua 5 verse 13. The Bible says, are you on with me? Please let me know you're on and you're not falling asleep. You're not dozing off. I am tired. I'll be honest with you. Those that saw me before and went to church, I'm tired. But I understand God's word. You're on. Okay, I'll, I'll read from Joshua chapter 5 verse 13 from where PT was taking us off today. There was something highlighted then. The Bible says... And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. 
And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? So he said, No, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Pay attention to that scripture. I want you guys to pay attention to that scripture. How would we know the commissioning of God's call over our lives? And I won't um, keep you in suspense. Do you understand? But I want you guys to get this because it's now my thought pattern. Let me tell you something. What you are called to do, yeah, is already there. God has set up things in your life, both in your life pre, um, the, the pre-born again state of yourself, yeah. There are things in your life that is showing or is leading you to your commissioning. So, for example, you see Peter being a fisherman, yeah? You see that that was a shadow of a work that he was going to do. But there will be something he must encounter. Again, I'm not going to keep you in suspense. I read the scripture and when P.T. said this today, immediately the Holy Spirit said to me one thing. First thing uh, which I was fighting before I go to what he was saying to me. It baffles me that this man or angel or whoever he was. Pastor Mika, are you on? Pastor Mika, are you on? Are you on, Pastor Mika? He's not. Yeah. Christiana, is that? Thank you, sir. Pastor Rike, do you remember when we had a discussion one time, yeah? And you saw an angel. No, oh, no, let me not say it like that because everyone just say we're getting spooky now. Do you understand? I'm getting to a point. But do you remember that we were talking and one day I said to you that, uh, you know there are angels, there are men that stand in the position of angels. Do you remember I said that? And I think weeks or uh, the Elijah thing so you know what I'm talking about now cool keep that in mind sir but remember in that conversation we discovered why we say Elijah again I can't go into that whole story but there was a kind of piece into the puzzle that we both had to bring to understand that there are actually men that stand in the position of angels have that in mind guys everyone have that in mind when we look at this scripture now please follow me the Bible lets us know that at this time, I said this in YR. Okay, thank you guys. Now, I, if you look at this scripture, we know the story of Joshua. Joshua was not, though Moses had no contemporaries, but he was not um, Moses' contemporary. What I mean by that, he was not amongst Joseph's, um, um, Moses' batch, so to speak. Amongst Moses' batch is people like Aaron, her, um, um, his sister, Miriam, do you understand? And all of these people. 
But Joshua was a servant. Please follow me, guys. If Moses' journey, if his commission starts by an encounter, yeah, I'll tell you what the encounter is. If Moses' journey starts by an encounter, Joshua's journey must also start by an encounter. Please, are you guys following me though? Are you following me? I need to know that you guys are following me and you're understanding me. Moses' journey, and I'll go there in a moment. Moses' journey started by an encounter. Moses attempted to carry out what in his heart he knew was his commission. So you can know that this is what you're meant to do, but you have not yet been commissioned. So in his heart, he knew that he was to be a deliverer of the Israelites from the hands of the Egyptians. And he attempted to do that without being commissioned. And what happened is that he delivered one man, but could not deliver the whole nation. And in that, he had done a wrong that had caused him to run. He had to hide for 40 years, but still, that was still amongst God's sovereign plan for Moses. Oh, I hope you guys listen to me tonight. Moses, so you see, we look at a man that in his heart, he knew he was starting to discover what God has called him to do. Just like some of you are discovering that you're to do things like finance, you're to do things like business. You're starting to discover that we are a nation of word and prayer, ministers, ministry, yeah? But you see, we're attempting to go by that gift because the person prompting us is still the Holy Spirit, that gift. We're trying to to move by that gift, but we have not yet been commissioned. It doesn't matter if you feel like God has called you. If you have not been commissioned, we're going to identify the commissioning of every man. If you're not yet commissioned, you will not be able to carry out the work that you also bear witness that God is calling you to do. It was in the New Testament that we knew that Moses knew at the time while he was still in Egypt that he was meant to be a deliverer. It's just that Moses moved ahead of God. Last week, towards the latter part of last week, God said to me, and I think I said it to the brothers, God ministered to me, yeah, that you should never move ahead of your priest. Don't move ahead of your priest. Wait for the call. Wait for the commission. What therefore is the commission? We look at the story of Joshua. Joshua was now given the baton of the call. Joshua had been inaugurated before the whole of Israel as the next leader. But before, oh, before, listen to me, before um, um, Joshua can now function in the power of his core. He must also have an encounter in his core. So what is this encounter? So if I was going to name this another periscope, if I was going to name this another way, I would name it as a question. What do you see? Because your encounter is what you see. Are you following me? I told you I've got six witnesses for you tonight. I've got myself. I've got five scriptures. Your encounter is what you see. When we look at this story, 
Joshua must encounter, must have an encounter in the form, in the shadow, in the likeness of his father, Moses. Because when Moses was, um, when the encounter, when God now said, now Moses, I want to commission you in this work. Moses saw an angel in the midst of a burning bush. No, he's sorry. Let me correct that. He saw an angel in a flame in the midst of a, of a bush, right? And this is what the angel said to Moses. Um, he said, take off your sandals for where you are standing is holy. So the likeness of that encounter also happened with Joshua. Because the angel, no, not the angel, or maybe the angel, the man or the angel that Joshua saw also had to say to him, hey, listen, take off your sandals for where you're standing is holy ground. So the commissioning of that call came then. But what is the commission, guys? What do you see? If I'm to answer that question for you, your commissioning is how well can you see yourself? Okay, let me explain. We read the scripture. Let me just read this. Maybe you guys will catch me. I'll read it again. And it came to pass, verse 13, Joshua 5, verse 13. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted his eyes and looked. And behold, a man stood opposite opposite him. Sorry. Now, not an angel, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. Can I just go ahead of myself because of time? Joshua didn't see a man he didn't know. He saw himself. Joshua saw himself. Are you listening to me? Peter didn't just see Christ. He saw himself. When I came to SPAC Nation, the first time I came, I looked at Pastor Toby. I was at the back. I looked at Pastor Toby. And I said, I didn't get it then. But I said, this is me. No, what was the core? What was um, Joshua's main core? To fight. So he saw a man that had a sword saying, listen, I'm fighting like you. If you don't see yourself in the heavenlies, you cannot do a heavenly work on earth. Are you listening to me? You cannot do a heavenly work on earth. Lord, let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. You're only, you look at the scripture. God will say to Moses, build the temple in the likeness of what you saw in the heavens. Are you listening to me? So you cannot do any work here for God if you have not seen it in the heavenlies. So Joshua, you cannot advance in this work unless you see your heavenly state. A man drawn with a sword. A man drawn with a sword. Again, if I'm to go into this more upper room, you're going ahead of me. Because I now understood based on this, that what Moses saw was himself. He saw the man. Can I go forward? Can I say this? He saw the man of Pentecost. I see men like trees. But he saw a form of tree now. But this tree had a fire. The only thing is that this fire did not destroy this tree. This fire made this tree a point of attraction. Made it a point of attraction. So you you see the nations, they used to walk past the apostles before. 
They used to despise him, despise them before. But when fire came and it wasn't consuming them, it became a wonder amongst the nations. Moses saw himself, the man. Oh my God. He saw the man of Pentecost. Can I go further to, so you don't think that just this, my reasoning. It will take the Holy Spirit to birth a nation. Moses was one man. Unless fire came upon him, unless he was baptized, unless he was consumed by fire, there cannot be a production of a nation. So the apostles will remain by themselves. It will only be 120 and they will not become a nation within a nation unless they received fire from above. Can we go and read that story? So keep in mind, Joshua saw himself. That's one witness. He saw a man. He saw a heavenly man. He saw himself. So I get it. Them times when I used to say to you guys that Elijah, when God said to Elijah, I have taught, I've instructed a woman, a widow to feed you. And I've said to you lately, the woman confirms that she has not heard any instruction by a God. But you see, what we realize is that God was only showing Elijah, was only telling Elijah ahead of time what he was going to do as God in this realm. When God said, I have instructed a widow to feed you. He was saying to Elijah, what he was trying to get Elijah to know is that you are God to instruct this widow to feed you. Joshua saw himself. Joshua saw his heavenly state. Why did I say Peter saw himself? When Christ asked him, what do people say? Who do people say I am? It's a matter of perception. No, when I say a matter of perception, it's a matter of sight. What do you see, Peter? Apostles, what do you see of me? Who do people say of me? Who do people say that I'm, I am? My ability to discern. So Peter did not just see the Christ because Christ is not the name of Jesus. It's the title deed. Oh my days. No, Christ therefore can be, can I be daring to say something to you? Christ can therefore be acquainted to any man. Once you become a savior, you become a Christ. Because Christ was not his surname, it was a title. So once Diana can rise in her position, she becomes a Christ in her world. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying to you? So listen. The visible head of the church began to ask a man who does not yet know himself or could not yet see himself, who do you say that I am? It's a matter of perception. And when he can see Christ as the, um, as, as he can see Jesus as the Christ, yeah, he can now, Christ can now tell him who he is. So the visible head can now tell Peter that he's the next visible head. You must see your heavenly state to be commissioned. Let's read, uh, just for the sake of reading, let's look at Exodus 3. Yeah? Let's look at, um, uh, let's just read the story. I've already explained it to you, but let's just read the story. So the Bible says, what you see is what you become. Now I get it. Your future is a man. I get it now. 
PT. I, 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 I couldn't get why. I was like, this is me. God will present himself ahead of you, hoping that you can see yourself. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. This scripture means a lot to me. PT used me as an example for this, right? The priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire. So he himself was in the flame, but he was in the flame, right? From the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not concerned, was not consumed. I'm tired. Then Moses said, I will not turn. Sorry, you see, I'm very tired. <laughs> then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. In other words, this before never used to intrigue. This never used to bring, um, um, attract my attention. It never used to draw my attention before. Who you was before never used to draw my attention until fire came. Now, this was the great sight. Why the bush does not burn. They couldn't get why the apostles with all the tribulations because the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a baptism into suffering. It's a baptism into suffering. Until the Holy Spirit came, the apostles never went through suffering. When the Holy Spirit came, they now began to suffer, but suffer for the Lord. Suffer in the name of Christ. And when they began to suffer, the sign, the greatness about them is, why is it Peter, James and John? Why is it Peter and John? I've just whipped you. I've told you, don't do this. I've whipped you. Another man would be scared to carry on preaching after being whipped. But why is it with all of this affliction that we're giving you? You don't seem to be consumed by the affliction. I don't think you guys understand what I'm saying to you. I'll carry on, don't worry. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why this bush does not burn. I see men like trees, right? So the question is, why is this man not being consumed? Why is this man not being destroyed by the affliction that's coming upon him? This fire, suffering helps you climb the ladder. Let's carry on anyway, don't worry, because of time. What's the time? So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, then God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. Now we've got that scripture to the side. So I've given you two witnesses so far. I've given you three so I've given you myself. I've not even told you about, I've not used the witness of when I told you I had a vision on the 17th of December 2017 about Pastor Toby. I had seen him. Do you understand? I'd seen him. But I've given you myself. I've given you, I've given you Moses. I've given you um, um, Joshua. Now, look at the man. Yeah. Look at the man, Isaiah. Why do we need to be commissioned? If it wasn't for his ability to see, if he wasn't able to see, not only must he see God though, guys, do you know who he must see? He must see seraphims. He must see all these messengers because God has called him as a messenger. But put that to the side. 
if you don't see, so you'll see from Isaiah 1 to 6, Isaiah was operating by his gift. But it's in, it's in chapter 6 that he now received the commission because he now saw. Pastor Toby, how did he know that God has called him? When he saw Christ. Are you listening to me? Can I show you one more person, guys? Circumcision of our eyes is very important. Sometimes your commission is around you, but you're not paying attention to it. You're not paying attention to it. So sometimes God has to keep you serving. Moses had to remain serving, tending the sheep until one day he now turned and saw. Let's look at Jeremiah though. The book of Jeremiah, key book. And this is where I'll begin to end. This is where I'll end, not begin to end. This is where I'll end. Jeremiah, because you know the Bible says, let everything be established by two or three witnesses. When you look at Jeremiah, Jeremiah was a man that started off in the priesthood. He was a priest. And he was functioning in ministry because something told him that he's to do ministry. I remember last year I asked Pastor Toby, Pastor, why is it that most prophets of old, they started off either being a priest or their father was a priest? Why is it? Because men will still be called out of an order. It, shows, it still shows you the fact of being sent. There's an order that God established. Again, you will understand what I'm saying in this scripture. So you look at Jeremiah. Let's read from, I'm just going to read from, where can I skip? Um, I'll read from verse 7. Jeremiah 1 verse 7. No, I'll read from, let me just read the whole, no, I'll read from verse 4. Jeremiah 1 verse 4. The Bible says, then the word, I'm reading it in the King James, so bear with me. The Bible says, then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces. For I am with thee to deliver thee, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Moreover, now here's the part I want you guys to pay attention. Are you still on with me? This is where I'll end. I'll show you one scripture in connection with this so you can understand my point. That my points are not my own thoughts, but they were their scripture. I've always told you that word, yeah, that worship is a download. You don't get word from studying. It comes to you in a moment. 
you guys are on. I love it. The Bible says, And the word of the Lord, moreover, verse 11, this is the key point now. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. You know, every time I, you know, I've watched this, yeah. I, I mean, I've read this many times, yeah, because of the call of the prophetic here. And I couldn't understand what this <coughs> meant. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? Again, your commission will be based on how well you see. It will be based. It's a perception thing. Are you perceiving right? Are you discerning right? What seest thou, Jeremiah? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou, ha thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my words to perform it. I need you guys to pay attention to the part that says, I see a rod of an almond tree. Bear in mind, as a prophet, the first vision that God will show Jeremiah is a vision of a rod coming out of an almond tree. Does that make sense? Let's change the translation. Let's see what we can find here. Verse 11 again. Ah, oh, this thing wants to mess up now. It wants to mess up. Sorry, guys. Okay. Someone get, get me. I don't know what this thing... Jeremiah... Jeremiah, let me try here, hold on. Okay, cool. No, I need to, what, you know what I've, oh my God, man. Sorry, I need to learn. Jeremiah 1, 11, what does it read in the New King James? Then the Lord said to me. Speak up, you're tired, but speak up. Then the Lord said to me. Then the Lord said to me. Look, Jeremiah. Look, Jeremiah. What do you Fix see? your sight, Jeremiah. What does it say? What do you see? What do you see, Jeremiah? Your perception, your ability to see is very, very key to your commissioning. God ministered to me, I was saying to you earlier, I get it. The duty of ministry is to keep God and man together. So it doesn't matter. So God gave me instruction. It doesn't matter if things don't look like it's going the way you thought it should go. You are meant to be bonds of peace. You're meant to be the glue that keeps people together. <coughs> Don't wait for another to keep things together. If it looks like someone is going astray, it is your ability to bring togetherness that may save them. But that's a sidetrack. That was an instruction. I hope those that needed to hear that, hears that anyway. I, I've heard my instruction. Serve, basically. Serve. Don't worry about what's been said or done or what's been put in place. Just serve. Keep that unity. Your bonds of peace. Glues of peace. But the Bible says, it says, so Jeremiah, look. Go on. What do you see? What do you see, Jeremiah? And I replied, I see a branch from an almond tree. I see a branch from an almond tree. So this rod in the New King James, it gives us a better scope of the understanding of this rod. This rod, this walking stick. Oh my days. 
Victoria is always going quick because she, she's making me go ahead. But sorry, I'm not going to go into that tonight. But the branch is letting you know that from a certain order, oh my God, from a certain order, everything must now come from that order. It, let me help you understand, guys. Paul, as powerful as Paul was, Paul could not send himself. He must respect the order that was put in place. That was the apostles that were there before him. So he must be sent forth from the church. The Bible says, listen to this. The Bible says, read it again one more time for me. Okay, read NLT. I see a branch from an almond tree. I see a branch from an almond tree. See, let's read what the New King James say. Okay. So we see in the message says a walking stick. Okay. Ability will come from the order. Uh, you understand what I'm saying in a second. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. I see a branch of an almond tree. No, do you get what I am? Do you get what you are? I'm not the almond tree. I'm a branch of it. I'm not PT. I'm an expression of PT. You still don't get it. You know, look at this scripture. Look at this scripture. The Bible says, number 17, yeah? The Bible says, yeah? Is it 17 I want to read? Yeah. In number 17, the Bible lets us know, yeah, that an issue arose between Aaron and some of the other elders. And what happened now, listen to me, what happened is that now <coughs> they wanted to prove who God, Pastor Toby spoke about this in person within weeks. Uh, I can't, I don't know how long ago, but they wanted to prove, yeah, who had the call, who's, who was God with? So do you know what God did? God said, all the elders of the tribes, bring your sticks, bring your rods, bring your staffs. Are you guys listening to me? God will begin to prove out of dead rods who he is with. Out of dead rods, out of dead sticks, he will prove who he was with. And the order that he showed that he was with was Aaron's. Can I tell you what was key with Aaron's rod? Almonds was produced from the rod. The one that blossomed was Aaron's rod. And it was almonds. It produced almonds. No. So what Jeremiah saw, Jeremiah saw himself. When the Bible says, what do you see? He saw a branch of an um of an almond he was saying that you are also from this order he says so what did god say in response to him please go to jeremiah he said you have seen well and he said he explained jeremiah go on then the lord said to me you have seen well but i am ready to perform my word i am ready to perform my word my word jeremiah all this time you have been doing this priesthood thing yeah you do come out from this the priesthood yeah is the rod that blossomed into almonds right <laughs> you are from that priesthood but you're a branch of it so you will not go along the lines of the almond itself but you are to speak forth 
you're to speak forth the word of disorder. Do you know who you guys are, COD? You are a branch of this almond. You are the branch of this order called spagnation. You are to speak forth this order. We don't go out. I don't go out to this world and speak my own words. I am to speak as a prophet. The words of this order. Oh my God. We're to speak. You are a branch. God is now saying now. Jeremiah, it doesn't matter how young you are. <coughs> I will hasten. Oh my days. I am ready. To perform my word. Jeremiah was a word that God was looking to perform in that dispensation. So when God... So again, your commissioning is your ability to see yourself. The heavenly reflection. What God has called you to do. See all the branch of SPAC. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you guys? What we are told, what God is saying is that Jeremiah... I mean Joshua. I go back to Joshua. As you're about to enter... Your work. You have seen all the exploits of Moses. You have seen everything that I've done with my servant Moses. But now it's your turn and your turn is to advance it. If you look at the trunk of a tree. The trunk itself cannot produce fruits. It's upon the branch that fruits are produced. So the advancement of that tree is on the branches. Joshua, you are the advancer. You are the branch of this work. Jeremiah, you are the branch of this order. Go and spread this work because it's upon the falling of each fruit that seeds can be reproduced into other trees. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you guys? What we are, what God is saying now, he's saying now, focus on this work. This is not the time to worry if your partner is speaking to you or not. It is bullcrap. You're going to miss your core. If you're looking at the wrong thing, at this time, your focus is assignment. That's whether family is ready to follow you or not. That's whether money is there or not. Whether things are working for you there or not. No, you're to fix your eyes on this order until you're able to see yourself within this order. Joshua must see himself. A man drawn with a sword because Joshua will not, his duty will never to be to build a temple. His duty is to fight and take territories. So he must see the man. No, the Bible says he was the commander of the Lord's army. Please, who is the Lord's army? Isn't Israel the Lord's army? Guys, isn't Israel the Lord's army? You know, the Bible didn't say he is the commander of the heavenly army. He said, I am the commander of the Lord's army. The commander of the heavenly army, yeah. It's still a reflection. You know, heavenly, uh, you know, I've said this before. I, I don't want to get people confused, yeah. I've always said, you see, the movement of God. Okay, no, that's me going in. I've told you before. Let, let me not go into that. God, in this season, allow me to see myself in this work. Allow me to see myself because without seeing, having that shift, without me, uh, without me seeing clearly, I will be a man operating with a gift without a commission. I'll be a man. God said it to me today. He rebuked me. Listen, things are happening around you. Yeah. You thought it should go this way. Don't complain. The duty of the ministry is to keep God and man together. 
So if your brothers have gone and done this, don't be against it. Support them as a bond of peace, as a priest, as someone that is meant to be an intercessor, to keep together. Don't be the position of proud religious people that says, no, this should not be. Be humble because the man that God loves, God will not treat them fairly. He will treat them justly. I'll stop there. I've gone too far now. I've stopped there. Guys, at this time, why do we get deeper in the place of prayer? You actually told TRS to make sure we remain united. That's the key. In this time, guys, we are focusing in word. We are focusing in prayer until God gives us ability to see. Because Moses was in the service. It was in the realm of serving. Tending the, his father-in-law's flock when he was able to meet and counter. You are a branch, guys. Of your branch coming out of an almond. The almond, the rods that came out of the almond, you are out of an order. You are a branch. You are an extension and a form of advancing to an order. Have you been blessed with the word tonight, guys?